0: We are Bootham. Let's get after it now. Welcome to Boothin. This is a freestyle-oriented podcast which serves as a container holding a gruel, a uh, texturous glob of uh, you know metaphysical meanderings, commemorative thoughts, and uh, general contemplations of the whatnots and the wherewithal of our uh, sanity in this day and age. Actually, I don't know if I'd say sanity, but, uh, you know, it, we just kind of are assessing the situation. What happens after uh, each story, each memory, each, uh, you know, as I pick the toe jam out of the folds of my brain and flick it into your earbuds or whatever you're listening through, uh, then I take all this gelatinous goodness and I turn it into a genuine off-the-top-of-the-head freestyle, Um, and the way I do that is I re-listen to the episode. I might edit a bit or two out, depending on how things go, and uh, then I make note cards or just general topics, Um, and then I kind of peruse those as an instrumentals playing, and I play a game of Frogger between the concepts and the content spoken about in the episode, so stay tuned uh, up to the very end for that. Speaking of friends, you just heard a uh, a piping hot fresh jam from uh m dub aka sloppy poppy uh that's uh my buddy matt dub from exercise and uh he's got a whole slew of uh brand new slippery slaps just for you uh so you can check out his soundcloud on the show notes. be sure to give that a peep so anyways that's the idea right Um uh, by the way i am y'all y'all that is uh that is my podcasting government name. Y'all y'all, full first name, two words, spaces, apostrophes included, etc. So um let's get after it. Uh when I was growing up, you know, I, I uh I grew up in Goldsboro. Um actually technically Dudley, you know. And uh when you're an artist, you tend to, you know, congregate at the, the bottom of society's bathtub drain uh, and, and form a ring with the other artist, you know, the, the slop of the world somehow sticks together, gets tangled like, uh, like a hairball that, uh, you know, that your sister left in the drain as a kid. And, uh, in this gathering of, uh, you know, basically this bird nest of people, you know, we used to talk and we were younger and, you know, there was this thing back then about the uh the 27 club. And there was this tradition whenever somebody was about to turn 27, you know, they'd always go, well, you know, this is the year. This is the one. You know, because in the 27 club, you know, you got uh, Janis Joplin, uh, Jim Morrison, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Let's see what else we got in the 27 club. Um, Kurt Cobain, you know a bunch of them goons. Amy Winehouse, Brian Jones, and then the, the oh, Basquiat. Huh. anyways, so anybody who's turning twenty seven, they would uh say, oh, you know, this is it, this is it, this is the year, and you know, you'd kind of like nudge each other, like ha ha. But you know, there's maybe this like uh, systematic illness among us that this, uh, fantastical thinking that like, you know, if something happens this year, uh, you know, so be it. And I'll be a legend. But, uh, you know, none of my friends, uh, were successful enough to pull off, uh, dying at 27, you know, and I'm not encouraging that at all. I'm just saying, you know, none of us were important enough. None of us had the means, the access, uh, the motivation to, you know, punch our ticket, uh, you know, down this uh, rickety fair ride until the uh, until the ball bearings fell out of the, the ring of death. And you just go, you know, flinging into the air at God knows how fast, you know, none of us you know, had the, you know, we had things to live for, you know, when you're 27 and you're, uh, you know, the, the lead singer, the doors or something, you know, it's all downhill from there. You know, once you've conquered the world, I guess, I mean, I I don't exactly understand the thinking of it, but you know, none of us were, none of us had the, the motivation, the means, uh, the level of success to, uh, to kick that, you know, that, almost three decade bucket. I mean, thank goodness. You know, I'm I'm glad uh, most of my friends are still here today. And uh, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, there's always that joke like, ha ah, ha ha, this is, you know, it's year 27. Didn't think, don't, I don't know if I'll make it. But uh, everybody knew, you know, we still had a lot of work to do. We're them slow starters. You know, if you got them uh, shoes, them sketchers with the lights on them, uh, it might take you two, three stomps, you know, to get a little, you know, to get a little activation. Uh, so everybody had to play it safe. You know, you got to be around. You got to create a legacy to leave a legacy. Um, But, you know, there's this thing going on. This thing going on making uh, the possibility of the 27 Club slightly more mm, prescient. Maybe that's the word I'm thinking of. Slightly more available. You know, uh, we're in a pandemic right now, as you know, and you probably I don't know if you want to hear about it, but, you know, I got to talk about what's on my mind and, you know, what's kind of been uh, obligating the the real estate, you know, above my nose. So, yeah, you know, we got this uh, coronavirus shindig, this COVID-19. So, you know, there is a generation of artists out there who might be moderately successful thinking, you know. Being a legend ain't so far away. They might be out there, I don't know, you know, licking door handles or who knows what. But you know, and twenty seven is kind of old hat. There's gonna be a whole generation of uh of young of euphuses of these youngins that a lot of their heroes didn't make it to twenty seven. You know the you know Juice World, Pop Smoke, Mac, things along those lines, Peep. Uh, a lot of people have been watching that little peep documentary. So I guess what I'm saying is, you know, this thing going on, it's uh some people say like, oh, you know, he, well he was at Death's doorstep, you know, when a when an old timer, you know, one of them froggy daddies croaks. Um but, you know, in terms of the doorstep is it's more like uh you know like when the uh the government takes your land and puts a highway on it. What's that called? Eminent domain. Yeah, it's like death has uh, made an eminent domain claim on all of us, and death's doorstep has kind of moved a little bit into the living room, you know. Got everybody a little freaked out, you know. They're kind of moving their recliners away, uh, maybe going to hang out in a different room just to avoid the uh, the realities of the situation. But, uh, you know, as this whole thing grows, it kind of feels like the, the box of uh, living that we consider to be kind of our... I don't. Know, I don't know if safe space is the right term. There are kind of some connotations with that, but the the pastures which we roam are you know closing in on themselves, and uh, our options for uh, where to go, how to get out, how to how to uh, you know be a ethical being is uh, these options are are whittling down. You know they're uh, they're winnowing. They're uh, They're running low. So, you know, the podcasting game is one of the few games that aren't uh, being that isn't being uh, drastically affected. But I saw a figure that said uh, about 20 percent of people are going to face unemployment potentially. And I have a lot of friends in the service industry um and you know they shut down in North Carolina all uh dine in options it's drive through or take out only and you know i'm of the uh the fortunate position that i i have a a job you know as i've mentioned i'm an educator i uh you know schools are not in session right now but there's kind of a transition to digital or uh remote learning going on distance learning <clears throat> but you know, there's a lot of people out there uh who whose livelihood has been put on hold. And the thing about living in this country is uh, you know, whether or not you got money going in, in order to, you know, provide to maintain, money's gonna be going out. And eventually, you know, your uh your financial well being, your emotional uh well being your physical well being might go into a, a deficit. You know, those three realms, uh, you know, mental, emotional, uh, financial kind of are intertwined in this country. You know, you you uh, to be comfortable, um, you have to be able to, you know, at least eat and have somewhere to sleep. Uh and that's not even mentioning this whole healthcare thing, uh, which isn't even, I mean, this generally is not a very political show, but, you know, like, I got a buddy, and I'm not going to say his name because I'm not trying to blow his spot up, but he's, you know, he's getting sick right now. And the consensus at the moment in terms of, like, this uh, COVID testing is that you have to have been exposed, My uh, my buddy who lives in D.C. is saying that. You have to have been exposed to someone who ha- was tested to have it in order to go get a test because such a high number of people right now are, are sick and concerned. But that's kind of like this circular uh, line of thinking where we don't really have enough tests for everyone, so uh, they kind of uh, are telling you like phone your primary doctors, get a preliminary, uh, you know, question uh, a screener, and you know people basically feel especially you know younger people uh and i i'm of the the part of the curve here that's uh not you know kicking off as much with this this coronavirus thing um you know they're not getting tested as much because tests aren't available but also people can be carriers you know i saw this thing uh this video by idris elba who said he tested positive and he feels fine you know um Kevin Durant, it just came out. Kevin Durant was tested uh, and he had, you know, he tested positive for COVID-19. And the thing is, you know, people like us, you know, if you're listening to this, we don't have uh, access or means to just get, you know, tested. And a lot of people have to make a living. Uh, yeah, you know, the in, the insides of the restaurants have been shut down, um, but, you know, people are still going to be working in the kitchen. They might, and they might not be doing anything intentionally harmful uh you know with the way things are structured they could be perfectly fine and be a carrier and so i you know i don't know exactly where i'm going with all that but it's just it's troubling you know it's um it feels like uh I, i i don't know i i've i try not to be a doom and gloom guy but um Unless something in the the infrastructure of our country, unless the underpinning uh has some adjustments made to it, unless we kind of remodel how how top heavy this structure is uh it's you know it seems like uh things are going to get a lot worse before people even attempt to make them better and and the problem with being in a top heavy world is uh you know these individuals this one percent uh you know they're being held up by the 99 percent the the uh the working people uh, or even the modestly wealthy people you know are all working to make the the richest more rich while we kind of our wages stagnate and so you know until enough of the people who help enable the rich to become more rich uh, you know, until the base of this this pyramid crumbles further, then you know nothing's going to shift or change because the infrastructure for now, uh, even though it's a bit shaky, is still in place. So, and you know, people are just as long as this misinformation is going around, people are going to keep getting sick, and as long as people don't have testing available to them, we're going to go out and cause harm. Uh, you know, if people if it's you know oh well you can go into work you don't seem sick there's no test available you can go into work um if you don't you know pay your rent you're you're going to be evicted eventually or you'll accrue late penalties which you might not be able to catch up with even if you do receive a one time supplement so i mean things are going to get a lot worse before they get better uh and you know what I, this is uh this isn't my my strongest episode ever but whatever, man. This is uh this is what's on my mind. This is where my headspace is. So you know, we got this guy in Kentucky. Um, he tested positive for COVID-19. He signs himself out of the hospital, uh, and you know, against their of course it's against their recommendations. He goes to his house and then he's being surrounded. Uh, by Deputies, like outside of his house to make sure he doesn't leave, I mean, what a waste of uh resources that this guy's forcing you got you know right now and as a as a teacher, this is the the time where i you know at first i didn't know what to think of any of this, but the the reality's kind of setting in that we have uh students who the most structured and uh comforting time of their day is their time spent outside of their household assuming they even have a household you know assuming they're not a displaced person um and you know a lot of these kids are in situations and i'm not saying the majority or anything i'm just saying that uh you know there are people who will need the arm of the law who is supposed to you know uh prevent further harm from happening if they're reached out and if we're wasting resources on these it's not a waste i mean it's important that the guy stay put but i'm just saying his actions are are occupying uh the time of individuals who ideally should be helping you know um and make of that what you will uh and you know and there are cops doing decent things out there uh and don't take this as like you know a uh a you know blue striped flag of a podcast but uh like a guy i went to high school with uh officer rivers he was just on cnn for uh sharing pizza with this homeless woman and um and you know mike was a, a cool guy i was never super close to him but it's one of those things where once once i saw that he had became an officer uh you know i was going through my little punk rock little nimrod phase you know uh my little break in the law break in the law headspace and i realized oh like some you know some of these guys uh, generally do want to do good things so <sighs> make of that what you will wow you know this is just a really uh comforting and fun <laughs> podcast today um let's see i got some other things i want to talk about uh, i've been talking about these individuals from my hometown who have been sliding this snake oil through the digital ether to you um little pop has happened. Uh, The first Booth and Pod related visual has been produced. Um, RJ Hauser, who made this uh, glamorous show art that so many of you have stuck to your water bottles and uh, vehicles and guitar cases and whatnot, he actually made a video, which you can find uh, in the show notes. This will be the top uh, link underneath the description, uh, YouTube video kinda I uh I give you a tour of Goldsboro of the finest sites. And um and that was really fun to make and he did an awesome job uh you know producing it. And at first I was gonna throw some freestyles from this podcast in the back. But he used J. Cole and it was it was just perfect. And him, you know, J. Cole has that North Carolina element and him and I he got me into J. Cole. The first time I heard J. Cole I didn't like it. Uh this was like pre warm up, I think uh maybe right before it dropped and then of course it came around but um that's out that's really fun uh I've been pushing that a little bit it's actually gotten a good little little chunk of views within 24 hours it's gotten you know over 300 views so um so that's been fun and it helped me realize that I I need to create you know a visual element for this podcast as well so um once I do my taxes I think I'm you know one of my purchases you know, before I slide everything else into the, uh, oh, Lord, God, my car has failed fund is going to be into one of these cameras um, so I can start producing, you know, video to go along with the podcast. So that has happened this week. Uh, also, I had my first experience um, doing... A abstract poetry reading uh, for the This Isn't Just a Cult podcast, um, which, you know, for the record is not a cult. It's like a tongue-in-cheek artist collective. I don't even know if tongue-in-cheek is the right thing. It's just absurdist. Uh, And so I got to do the reading for part six of The Long Lightning, which you'll find in the show notes here. Uh, and actually, stay tuned after the Freestyle because you're going to hear a uh, trailer from the show that will kind of give you an idea of uh, what Bjorn Orange and uh, all those, you know, cats' pajamas are up to. And uh, And this collective goes all across the world, and I'm looking forward to doing some more stuff with them. Let's see. Other than that, you know... Um, just want to say, I love you, love on those you love, be careful, be reasonable. Um, you know, feel free to reach out. And I think, um, actually, I don't know when it'll happen. I'll have to get enough calls for it to go up. But by the time the next episode goes out, I remember we drop on Wednesdays. I'll have a phone number, which is going to have a, a hotline type thing. And once I get, you know, five or six calls and messages with questions or comments, uh, I'll do a, a uh, you know, a call-in episode and I'll kind of interact with the calls, um, obviously inspired by, you know, Theo. Uh, but my friend Sally, who was the uh, original push for this thing to happen, who who kind of stayed on me to make this podcast for, you know, 10 months. As in a loving way, she was never mean about it, but she also wasn't uh, coddling me. Um, She's encouraged that, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take her suggestions sooner than later this time, and we'll see how that goes. So, um, stay tuned for future content. I'm going to uh, pause, maybe edit this a bit. Uh, You know, sorry, this has been such a, uh, you know, a negative Nancy Reagan of an episode. You know, just saying no to. Uh, the COVID nineteen pods, as she might say, but um, you know that this, those are some of my thoughts as a an educator, as an artist. You know, be sure to support your artists. A lot of people have a uh, well, not a lot of people. Everybody's had to cancel their tours, their shows. Um, I know a lot of artists are. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. A lot of artists are <laughs> sorry a lot of artists are going to like some live streaming events so be sure uh you know to maybe allocate some of that uh that money that you would spend on shows and even just a, a fraction of it you know be sure to throw it at the uh the donation links that'll be going with your your favorite bands uh streams. I know you know consider the source is doing uh streams three days a week, Marvin uh you know that guy uh i can't remember the guitar's name he stays doing live streams but be sure to just support the arts in some way maybe merch or anything along those lines uh other than that um let's get this instrumental going and let's get you where you gotta be (coughs) let me uh get some water here get straightened out for you
1: I don't do slow jam Y'all, y'all, Booth and Pie We had no fans Pick up the instrumental And pick out the toe jam Oh, slam Here come the bass Make your head wiggle Make your ass shake Gotta get with me Rob Wriggle, I don't understand Comedian flow When I'm with the plan, Unlimited That'll come in once again Unlimited flow's a different show They telling me no Booth and Pie you go off of the top, silver, ain't gonna cure anything, so please don't buy my snake oil inside a multi-level marketing oh, scheme, these things for- toil for a dollar, but don't give it to them if you hop on a Facebook, don't make or take anything sad too serious, these people been quarantined, so they're talking delirious, 20% unemployed, okay, with the poor die or get evicted What's gonna fill the void? Honestly, I'm so annoyed I don't believe what I've been saying This ain't gonna be healed Like good vibes or different levels of these praying Whether you praying to the Lord or saying So, I need to bring the beat back in I fade out and left it packed in I chomping it like Pac-Man Hold up, I ain't whack. Man! I came back harder than ever. Never been clever. If I got a with a simple machine, I got that lever. What's the fuck from? Mentally simple. I pop it like pimples. They gotta tell me when I smile, I got dimples. But I don't. And I won't, cause I will When I sip this swill People say I'm chill Never trill As I pay these bills Let this beat get killed Pop it in, let me pop it out Watch me run my mouth It's y'all, y'all It's the Booth and pack. This is what I'm about Let it drop Let your head shake Let your shoulders bump Even if they say Tear fit of rum shaking in the air Used to say Dairy yeah without a cough over a care, or a sneeze in the air. It's A multisyllabic, I'm spittin'. But it's never been too written, so they think. If it's smittin' or cuter like newer kittens, they tellin' me the computers are making these new decisions. Leave your ethics at the door if you're politic. Leave your ethics at the door if you're politicians. Even if they say, in your face, that I've been spittin'. Uh, yeah, get it. We gonna wait. And I'ma take the cake, a <laughs> fat rabbit hole mouth cake. Yeah, that's uh, coincidental, not oh, ironic. <laughs> Irony is when you say one thing and mean another, or oh, you know something the viewer don't. But man, let me smother with this like <laughs>
0: Once again, thank you for tuning in to Boothin. This has been episode 00020. That's TripZip20, multi-syllabic stupidity. Uh, right now, behind me, you're hearing that sloppy poppy uh, MW Matt Wilkins of Exercise. Check out his music in the show notes. He made the intro and the outro music. Part of that, we had an instrumental produced by Basshead Remo uh, with actually a coughing coronavirus type beat uh, that I found three months ago. So, a very forward thinking producer there. Um. <clears throat> If you enjoyed the podcast, rate, review, subscribe, follow, do all the things and all the stuff. Uh, Share it to your Instagram story if you feel so inclined. I know it might feel tough to uh, share another shade of negativity in these increasingly bleak times. But if that's what you feel inclined to do, then go for it. If not, I love you for listening to begin with. Uh, If you, you know, thanks. I mean, I I don't know what to say except... Uh, until next Wednesday at 6.02 a.m. Uh, with another weekly drop, we are Boothin'. Um, what you're about to hear now is a trailer for the podcast I appeared on last week. Uh, a link to that and the thorough review of Goldsboro are both in the show notes. Uh, and also, I'm kind of promoting this on uh, Instagram, uh, www.boothinpod.com and at boothin underscore pod. Uh, so once again, until next Wednesday, we are Boothin'.
2: This isn't just a cult, this is a cabal, this is assemblage. this is hurly-burly, this is disquiet, this is poetry, this is absurd, this is surreal, this is fiction, reality and bedlam, this is indie music, this is art, this is treasure. This is a podcast. This is regret, elation, mysticism, headaches, heartaches, harpoons, and merit badges. This is perfect for every situation. Except four. This isn't just a cult. A work of real fiction. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Bullhorn, Overcast, CastBox, Tune in, Radio Public, Podcast Addict, Breaker. Is there anything called Oracle Juice? There should be. If there is, we're there. How about SauceCast? Is that a thing? Maybe. Can I find it on Mega Megaphone? Probably. Amplitruppet? Foghorncast? Foghorn cast? Mixie Pod? Dave's podcast thing? Ultra Mega Cast? Pod like you mean it? Podegy? This isn't just a cult. A work of real fiction.